What's up, guys? It's your boys Finn and Adler. You're the best hey, hey. Finn. What's and up? We are back for a brand new episode on season six. Super thrilled to be here. Adler, before we get started, how are you doing today, buddy? Bro, I'm doing well, man. Um, I finished up the, well, currently right now, I finished up the work week. I'm resting. I'm enjoying my, my time off. And uh, yeah, that's, that's I, I really can't complain. How about yourself, man? Dude, I'm doing great, man. Uh, to be quite honest with you, um, off air, I was telling you I'm pretty burnt. I was on the beach this past, uh, this past day. I am red as a tomato. Woo. Very red. So I'm cooking on my back now. I think you could throw a hamburger patty right here and it'll be okay. It's like such a sizzle and cook. Um, mm. I don't know if I would eat raw meat after it touches your back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would do that. I wouldn't do that. I would not do that either. So. No, nothing personal. Just no, no, thank you. <laughs> that's okay. I wouldn't recommend cooking a hamburger patty on someone's back either. So that's perfectly cool. But no, man, everything's going really well. Um, this is the week that uh, I have my finals for my semester. Um, finishing up my, you know, my English class, my, my, my college algebra class, and then moving on to the summer with some summer classes. So I'm doing great, man. I'm here with you. We have a brand new topic. Actually, it's not really brand new. We are kind of doing a part two. How about this? Before we jump into it, there's a couple of announcements that we, I feel like we have to announce the general public. We gotta let them know. Um, just before we get into the topic, because, you know, obviously we, we, we do our thing, but we also got to um, give, a, it's like, we'll call it a kudos, the kudos corner, right? Uh, yes. The kudos corner, real quick. Um, first things first, isn't there somebody who just passed something, some something like that? I don't know. Yes, I have. Well, you know her and <laughs> she is one of my best friends and I'm super proud of her. Super. I mean, I'm talking about like beyond proud. Um, so she's been ver working very diligently the last two years. I remember when she first started, she texted me with, Hey, I'm starting my, ma my master's program. Um, and she has taken on the challenge to work in trans. She transferred to ICU pre pandemic to work on the ICU unit and got to experience a lot of hands-on and a lot of movement there. But bottom line, let's get to the meat and understand what happened. My friend, Brianna, she passed her master's program to become a nurse practitioner in the state of Florida. And I am beyond proud of her. I've watched her, you know, she sent me, you know, through the season, she showed show me what she was doing, her papers that she was writing. And, you know, for all my healthcare workers, you guys know your AP formatted papers, like insane how much work and how much time with raising her son, going to work, going to school, balancing life. I'm just beyond proud of her. And she's a phenomenal example of what it's like to be the best you. I mean, literally yeah. cannot say any other words about how much, how, how proud I am of you. And I'm sure Adler, you know, you know, it's like to be a nurse. So those kind of endeavors are exclusive um, yeah. in the growth. It's huge, man. Like you, you really, you really can't ask for more. Um, you know, you, you set out on a, a goal, a task, a journey, and you met every single one of um, everything that you're supposed to do just to get to that position. And I think that's that right there is beautiful. Um, yes. You know, she stayed. Consistent. Our love, our love from the best you nation to you, Brianna. Yeah. Hey, you are. And I will call you a best you nation ambassador because you exemplify it so well. Mwah, it's beautiful. Um, so, yes. Props to Brianna. And next, 
we're gonna we're still on the kudos corner. Um, we are going to say props to the best you nation. Um, we are now um, streaming on a few different platforms. And no way to other people, this may not be huge, but to us, it's it's a huge deal because you send the application, and sometimes you can get accepted, and sometimes you can get you know rejected, and that's not the situation that we found ourselves in. We found ourselves in a situation where we sent the application, we did the work, we stayed consistent, we produced content after content. And because of you guys actually taking the time out of your busy schedules and listening and paying attention to the things that we're saying and just being a general fan of the show, you guys have now created an opportunity for us to be part of iHeartRadio we're now streaming on iHeartRadio now, officially. We're now streaming on a, a, an older platform called Audible, um, which is a, a, a lot more friendlier for, like, um, you know, our... Baby boomers. Well, Just saying. Our baby boomers. People who aren't so tech-savvy, you know, they can stream us on Audible as well. And that's huge because we sent the application a few months back, and then finally now we're just now hearing back. So now in the last, like, 30... No, so the last 90 days we have Pandora. We've got um, uh, Amazon Music is another one that we were. Uh, there wasn't there wasn't a large application for that one. There was more like a they said about three weeks, four weeks, just kind of like Apple and Spotify. But um, we got with Apple, Apple. No, sorry, Amazon Music. Like you said, Pandora, Audible, and iHeartRadio. Those are the four. Yep. Some of the major platforms that we are on. And, you know, we are discussing this off air, Adler. It's freaking crazy to think that now where we were a year ago, we were only on Apple, only Apple, solely on Spotify. And here we are. We are on some of the most major platforms for music, for podcasting, you know, and it's given us, it's, it's reassuring to know that, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I guess I'll put myself on blast for a second, just because this is kind of funny. I put my music out to Pandora, which I don't sing. I know people might find that funny. I don't sing. I play guitar and I play other instruments, but I don't really sing. But I submitted my music to Pandora, just like I submitted our podcast and I got rejected. But we, and notice I said we, successful people use the word we. We, as our podcast, were approved. And I just thought it was like kind of funny, like, see, it's not just like, it's not a, it's not a, like, we're just going to give it to you kind of basis. It, it, there is a lot of that I'm sure goes into it. Like, okay, what are they producing? How can they reach people? Is their purpose valuable? And obviously my music is not that great, but Pandora said it. I'm saying it. It's okay. I'm not really worried about it. I'm just grateful that we get to do this podcast weekly and I get to hang out with my buddy Adler. And, you know, we're, even though we're not in the same room right now, you know, we're still, having this synergy to talk about the topics and discussions all up to season six now um, globally. I mean, that's crazy. That's just mind blowing to me. So um, do you have any kudos corners from 24 hours in a day? I know um, you used to, you know, used to, you know, post things a lot. You had a website at one point. I wanted to go ahead since we're doing kudos corners. Do you have anybody that, you know, this week, I know we were talking about it. One of your good friends, Sean, um, he, him and him and you are very competitive, uh, in the Apple watch challenge. 
Is there anybody specific through your 24 hours a day, which by the way, guys, if you haven't done so, make sure to follow Adler at 24 hours a day, literally on Instagram. You don't want to do You don't want to miss out on the opportunity. I'm telling you right now, go follow him at 24 to so 24 HRS I N D A Y. With that being said, Adler, is there anybody that you want to nominate for the kudos corner uh, for 24 hours a day? Um, yeah. So there's a uh, Victoria Bordenga. Um, I'm going to give her props because this girl is like, she's so passionate to so show after it. Like she reached out to me um, a few weeks back on like how to do, um, you know, pushups. And she's just been focusing, just been striving after it. And I, I've given her a list of things to do and she's, her form has improved over time. And like now she sends me like, a, a, I think she knocked out like two or three uh, pushups that she could do like- Awesome, four, okay. She's like, she's making her, her um, strides in the right direction. So I give That's her. Up. And then um, the last person I'll give is um, Sean. Um, Sean Janola. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> him and I had <laughs> an Apple Watch like contest and he won. He beat me. So, he won? Yeah, Get he out of town. What? He beat me square, man. Like, he, he, he did his thing. So Shout out to Sean. Um, I, I got to give props where props is uh, necessary. And um, I mean, I, I think that's that's it for now. Oh, wait, no, I have a friend who wrote a book. And so they're finishing up, uh, like, what's, what's the name of the book? What's, do you know what the name of the book is, Finn? Who are you talking about? I'm talking about you. <laughs> oh, um, yes. Uh, <laughs> it's weird to talk about it because it's crazy to think how close I am to the publication of this book. Uh, the book is called, this is me. This is um, me. yeah, this is me. And actually I, it's, it's a little bit longer. It's, this is me, but it's beating the odds. It's got like a subtitle to it just because there's another book out there already called this is me. And I don't want people to get confused. So this is me beating the odds. You go out there and order this other lady's book. You're going to have the wrong book. So I want to make sure you guys have the right one. And it's called, this is me beating the odds by Finn Foster. And you know, I have a live event coming up this week, I believe, um, on the 29th of April, my dad's birthday. I'm doing two different live events, one at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and also one at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For anybody who's working in healthcare, a lot of people miss my lives, unfortunately, because of the time of day that I do them. So I'm really excited about it, man, because, you know, this has been a project I've been working on, you know, and I, I definitely want to revisit the book a little bit sometime, maybe in the, in the later future, maybe we could do like a bonus episode on the podcast and talk about, um, you know, some things we've done for personal endeavors, but at the end of the day, guys, this is one thing I'm going to leave you guys with everything that we're doing here with the best you nation. Uh, you know what Adler's doing 24 hours a day, what I'm doing with my book and my brand and foster, like there is nothing that we're doing for personal gains. There's nothing that we're doing for our personal gains. And I'm going to repeat that because we don't want this to just be for us. This is about you guys. This is about y'all's growth and development. We want to invite you to be able to have the open dialogue and reach out to us on our social media platforms, whether it be 24 hours a day for Adler, you know, my personal page for Finn Foster, and obviously in between for Adler and I both, where we, we, uh, we have a joint uh, Instagram called The Best New Nation. We want to hear from you. We want to invite you. We want to share that time with you guys. You know, obviously we try to have a conversation like we're going to be sitting right there in the same room with you. And that's our open goal to do that. So, 
But yeah, man, my book, uh, it's, it's huge. I've actually mentioned you in my book. I've mentioned Brianna in my book. I mentioned my parents in my book. There's a lot of people that I mentioned in that book. And some of the stories that I've heard, some of the very detrimental and very overcoming breakthrough stories that I've heard in my personal walk over the last few years are shared in that book. But I'm not going to share too much more just because we have a topic of discussion today. And I know that we are going to be continuing something um, that we talked about in the beginning of season six, but before I go, is there anything else Adler, that you want to oh, hop on? Share? Without any further ado, let's jump into this. Yes. Let's jump into it. We're doing gaslighting part two guys. You guys yep. remember if you're listening to the first episode, we talked about um, friend workspace. And uh, today we kind of want to jump into gaslighting in relationships. And when we talk about, you know, we talk about relationships, we talk about our deepest friendships our family members even, and really ultimately the one that's going to be our most highlighted are the romantic ones, the dating ones, and the ones that are married when you're married. Because we, we kind of touched on the other ones uh, last time when we talked about like, yeah. So this is going to be more of like having a spotlight on like um, romantic relationships and gaslighting. Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, I, I can start it off like easily. Um, Go for it. Take it away. Do you think, and this is my question, I'm going to ask you questions. You know, that's sure. how um, Do you think that, like, if you're experiencing gaslighting in a relationship, do you think that it's a healthy relationship or it's a very toxic, uh, self imploding relationship? So that's a very good question. And, and thanks for allowing me to you know, answer, because it is something that I think it's going to be, it's, it's a hit or miss. It, it can be very toxic, but it can also mean that there needs to be a possible room for improvement in a relationship. Just like anything, you know, um, being disrespectful to your mom is not illegal, but it's not right. But if you go and you are poor and you break into a bank, yeah, we get it. You want money. You can go get a job, but breaking into a bank is illegal. So though I get it, you want money, but that's not the right way to do it. And it's also illegal. Now I'm using that analogy to share with you is that gaslighting is not correct. It is not, it's not a, it's not illegal, but it's not okay. But there's also an opportunity sometimes in these relationships that people have where you have to invite these people to have a conversation about why or what is, what is triggering you or how can we work this out? You can never assume just because someone's gaslighting you, it's maybe they're not intentionally doing it. Maybe they believe that they're doing it from good intentions. And if you make the assumption or judgment that immediately that they're doing it because they're being mean or angry, this is level one gaslighting because gaslighting can go, I believe, to a multitude of different ranges, but level one, you know, it's kind of like a lukewarm. It could be maybe a discussion that you have with your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend in this case. So do I think that it's toxic? At times it can be. Is this something that could be fixed? I think that if you have the ability to sit down and have a, a, a conversation about it, about it and see what is leading it, what's the root of it, I think people can be a little bit more transparent to one another. Now, when things start to go to another extreme and it's causing a lot of other issues, then I would say that it's going to start leading to a more toxic place. It's like a cancer, you know, cancer, you can get cancer 
you can catch it early and, 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 you know, have a surgery or have it removed so that it doesn't get worse. But if you ignore it or you don't know about it, and it gets to like a stage three or four. Now you're at a place where you are at a toxic level. Now, that's just my own personal approach on it. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to hear what you have to say or, you know, if you want to piggyback on something I said or question me on something I had brought up. But I would like to hear what you think, man, because I think that this transparency and this dialogue is going to give people a little bit more of a crossing bridge to understand where we come from and give them a thought to uh, also kind of go, whoa, it's different. So um, in my own personal opinion, I think that gaslighting of any sort in a relationship is um, toxic. And um, I, I don't like to use the, the word toxic lightly. Um, I think that like in, in a relationship, you want somebody that you're a partner with, somebody who's loving, who's caring, and most of all is supportive at the goals that you set out for in life. Now, if you're experiencing gaslighting, right, whether it be the wife or husband or whatever, you're experiencing gaslighting. So then that means that there's a part of you that disbelieves that this patient, this patient, um, this person is capable of doing this. <laughs> yeah, no, right? Nurse. No, this person is, um, you're limiting what you think that this person is able to accomplish. And there's a psychological component that that's, with that comes along with gaslighting where it's like that person they're dominating your thoughts and how you feel about yourself and how you how it influences how you look at your overall like you know point of um, person so you know that being said um it's one of those things where um i think that like if you if you getting to a point where it's influencing how you view yourself and how you like talk about yourself then that's just toxic all around. And of course, it's, it, it's, and I know it maybe it doesn't always start like that, but I would almost, I would almost challenge to see if you're experiencing gaslighting in like a long-term relationship or a marriage or something like that, um, that I would find it really hard pressed to believe that they're stable solely for the fact that if you don't believe what the person's um, capable of doing and you basically start belittling them and calling them stupid and calling them all these different names then more than likely you guys don't have the necessary best relationship no absolutely and, and I, I agree i agree i just want to say like i think that what you're saying though is it, it, you're you're going gaslighting is already an extreme for you it's already something I, and, I, and i agree it is already something that is already up here but like you said i don't know if you know, everyone experiences things differently. And I do think that gaslighting can be perceived differently for each person. So being mindful that some people may not experience gaslighting the same way that you and I do, because I know for me, I've experienced gaslighting. Like last week, we talked about our friends and stuff. I've been in a relationship where I felt that same way. And that's actually one of the, that is the legitimate reason why I got out of my relationship. That is the legitimate reason why I had to get out of actually the last two girlfriends I've ever had relationships but we can touch base on that in a little bit the thing is like you know you you touched on it right you jumped out of it but there's a lot of people who are either not confident enough to jump out of it or they doubt themselves and so for me when you start to experience self-doubt that's not from within that's not from you know that's not from what's in your soul in your heart and you're getting that that self-doubt and insecurity from an outside source that right there's toxic because 
you're already battling your inner demons every single day. And there's no reason that you need to add on to it by having somebody that you you love, somebody you trust, somebody that you believe in, somebody who's your partner, somebody who like, this is my person. This is the person that um, I want to build my life with. And then for them to have this disbelief and not only have that disbelief, because it's one thing to doubt. I, I can get the doubting part, but then it's the, the belittling, the constant nagging, like, oh, you can't ever do anything right. You know, like these are the type of things that I, I think they, they it's, it's just, it's unacceptable. It's not tolerable. And I feel like those things are toxic. There's no, no I agree. there's no other way around it for me, you know, personally, like if it's either you're for me or you're, you know, against me. Absolutely. No, I, I am 100% on board with you. I just want to provoke the thought process a little bit, you know, for our listeners and for you as well, because, you know, from a personal, from a personal experience, I knew going in a relationship, like I wanted to be friends. And the only reason is of why is because I already have my own personal doubts going into a relationship. I think we all have some questions about ourselves. We, you know, doubt, or we, we think what this other person is thinking about us. And it only adds on when you start to actually become aware that this person is doing these things. Um, a prime example is the, in my previous relationship, it got to the point where I was thinking about it and I didn't know if this was the right thing. And of course, obviously I wouldn't do it, but it struck my mind. Whoa, well, this relationship was so important. It was going so well, but when it started going downhill, because I was so submerged in this toxicity that I didn't know the difference between what was going good and what was going bad, right? It was just all submerged in its own stuff. And it got to the point where I was thinking and questioning myself, should I continue working in healthcare? Should I continue to work in healthcare? Because of her insecurities and her making me feel like I was doing something wrong or I wasn't allowed to hang out with, you know, with women because I work in a hospital. What am I supposed to do? That's just that there's nurses, there's guy nurses, but there's a lot of female nurses that I work with. And so like, you know, it it would make me feel so overwhelmed because I felt like I couldn't do my job because I would have to almost be like, okay, well, I'm still going to do what I enjoy doing. This is my occupation. I'm not going to drop my job because you are insecure. But it got to the point where those things that she was saying, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that. And I'm, listen, we were not awesome together. She was an amazing individual for, you know, where she was in her life. I'm an amazing individual for me, who I am. But we all have that, like you said, that self-doubt. I doubted myself even started the relationship. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do this because I had already struggled with my own issues with females, right? Girls. And now I'm like, I talk to everybody and I talk to women with as much confidence as I have and how much I've gained. But I still, in those moments, I'm like, man, I, I'm like, am I good enough for this person? Am I Am I too, am I too goofy? Do I talk too much? Because I've been told that I talk too much, right? So then I go thinking about, and I get it. I do talk a lot, but it starts to affect your, like, do I change myself? Am I really going to be good enough for this person? And you have the psychological thought process of like, am I ever going to be good enough for anybody out there? And you think like that because of all of these different encounters that we have during gaslighting, the, why do you do that? Why did you do this? You know, why do you hang out with girls or why do you talk to the old lady at Publix? I'm like, I'm just saying hi. Can I not say I couldn't even I would not be allowed to say hi to people. That's how bad it was. I feel like if I did that, I was in the wall. Like I thought, oh, crap. 
if I say hello to the old little lady who was picking up avocados, I can't help her. Like I'm just like locked up in this box, but it was because up here, if I did it, I was wrong. If I did it, I was wrong. And she would judge me. She wouldn't talk to me. She would block me. And no one should have to live in such a, in this controlling dictated relationship because of how somebody else is feeling. And I think to a certain extreme though, I do believe that gaslighting, right? Uh, there's no, there's zero tolerance for it. At the premature or the, like the, 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 the starting beginning parts of it, if you see it, you can address it. There's a possibility that you can probably work it out. Maybe there's already another issue, an underlying issue that someone may have, and it may be fixable. But gaslighting to the point where you're going to bed at night and not sure if this relationship's going to work, or you're not sure about yourself, you're worried that you know you do one thing here and then do the next thing there, you're automatically wrong. No one should live in life like that. No one should ever wake up in the morning and go, man, my wife is going to be mad at me if I don't do this. Okay, leave the toilet seat open. Okay, that's just part of me to do. Oh, you forgot you left, you know, you left the shirt on the floor and whatever, or you left the toothpaste top off, or you didn't put a dish away. Okay, that's just part of being in a relationship. Talk about it. I don't know. That's it's just I think the problem is is that we live in such a judgmental world that people start to even in relationships start to judge you and now create a psychological questioning game for you in your past. And so, like, all right, and this, I, I, I get where you're coming from. I just want to read the definition again, just for um, those who um, aren't familiar with the terminology. So, gaslighting is a verb, and it's basically when you manipulate somebody by psycho, psychological means, um, by basically, basically getting them to question their own sanity, you know, their own ability. And this is where I'm coming from. I think that in every single one of us, there's this small, soft, still voice. And this small, soft, still voice, it is the reason why we doubt ourselves. That small voice on the inside is like, hey, am I good enough? Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm, I'm all these different things. There's this voice that's it's inside of every single one of us. It's fundamentally rooted. And the, the issue I have with it, which is why I say it's toxic, because peace of mind is the only thing that is, you know, it, there's no amount of money that can ever have me trade in my peace of mind. Peace of mind is the most important thing. For me. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that when you have somebody that you quote unquote love, you care for, and, and, and you know, this is the person that I want to be with when they're having their moments and they're having that self-doubt in themselves, you can't add gas to the flame that is the self-doubt and just basically send them um, down the, the rabbit hole of, well, I don't believe I'm capable of doing this. I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm all these different things. And then you basically are just mentally defeated. You just deflated, defeated, and you're just sitting there like, you know, you don't want to participate in things. You don't want to, you know, chase after other goals and dreams because apparently it's just stupid. And I, I give props to any person who's able to get into a situation, experience gaslighting, and then be like, all right, I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I give huge props because it's already hard enough to do so. Yeah, no. And, and people go on years. I know people who go on years. And that's why we're talking about this, because there are people that I personally know that have been going on 
in relationships. That's why I said it starts some people that now I'm talking this, most of these things are from my own personal experiences or things I've seen in other people and friends that I personally know. And I know several people who have been dating four years been married two, or been married three or have been dating for a short time. And then are married that are experiencing gaslighting every single day, but are okay with it or not okay with it. I shouldn't say okay with it, but they're, they don't recognize it. They don't, they're like, Oh no, that's just part of the relationship. It's like, are you sure though? Cause it seems like you guys are just constantly battling. You're not sure. You're not sure. You're doubting yourself. You're, you're wondering, should we stay together or not? But you guys still day in and day out. And we're not, I'm not judging. It's not my place to judge. You know, it's not my place to judge at all. I just, I know for me, I'm not married and neither are you Adler. We know we can only speak on the things that we know of. But it's, it seems to be a common thing. People stay in these, you know, these gaslighting relationships. And then gaslighting is just a, contrib- a contributing factor in some of these toxic negative relationships that are just horrendous. And um, like, I know somebody personally, she was sharing with me that, you know, gaslighting was something that she really, really, really had a hard time letting go in a relationship and she overcame it. It's not easy. It's not something that we just going to freely open up and do. So how'd she overcome it? She got out of the relationship. She realized that it wasn't working for her. She realized that, you know, and it actually, here's the thing. Someone told her, um, someone told her that she is amazing, right? You tell somebody that they're amazing, but she realized that when she was told that by this person, over and over and over again, over time, right? Or just reminding her like, you know, today's another day to smile, whatever the case may be, you know, or seeing the people at church and just having that embrace and going to the altar and having the moment with Christ, which was a big moment for her. Um, she realized she didn't, she, you don't, and this, we've talked about this all the time. I think no matter how much we talk about it, you're always going to revisit this part, but you may not, um, what's the best way of saying this? When you're in the relationship where you're in the toxic cloud, yep, you're all going to see how toxic the cloud really is until you step on the outside. And I think for her being at the altar and coming out of church that Sunday and telling her husband that she's not going to continue this and that she was going to have to make a decision to protect her heart and to be loved the right way as a woman, mm-hmm. this is how she dealt with it. She had gone to church. She also drank a lot, uh, you know, and she's doing really wonderful. She's doing phenomenal now. I mean, she's in a really awesome relationship. She's married to a military man, a uh, soldier, um, and they got one beautiful child, another one on the way. And um, just, just knowing that she's in a happier place, and knowing that she's able to be herself. And like you said in the beginning, having that camaraderie, that team, that I'm for you 100%. And that whatever you do, I support. If there's something that I disagree with, we'll talk about it. But I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm not going to make you think. Because that's traumatic, man. That's a traumatic event that people experience and have stuck with them for years. The constant rejection, the constant, oh my gosh, am I worthy? I experienced that. I know what that's like. It sucks. It's the one of the worst feelings of the world when you always have to think, am I doing something wrong? Am I, am I not good to these people? Am I not good to do this job? Am I not, if I, do I talk too much? Am I just not going to be ever qualified to be the man 
of, of a woman's life. If you know, if you, if you, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, like, that's just how I perceive it. I just want to be me. I don't want to have to worry about people trying to tell me who I have to be and who I'm not. And that's what gaslighting in, intentionally pushes you to think that, oh, you're not good enough. Um, and I, I think that's, that's exactly what it is. You know, there's a, having that mindset of like, you're not good enough, that's exactly where, you know, the pro, there's a protagonist antagonist, right? Um, you, you have the antagonist is, you know, that's able to influence the way that you see the world around you and how you um, analyze information and how you absorb it and how you take it in. And um, I, I think that, you know, there's something to be said about somebody who's been in the gaslighting situation where it's toxic and it's not only toxic where, to where it's like, all right, hey, um, I, I, it's, it's gotten to a point where it's just basically belittling, calling, calling names and it, it's just, it's very unhealthy. And I was in a relationship like that. And, you know, I was with somebody that, you know, unless she said that this is what we're doing and unless I actually went with it, there was, you know, there was, there was pre pretty much hell to pay. You know, there was no, there was no like, you know, pivoting to something else. It was like, hey, this is, this is how things are going to go down and that's final. And, you know, there, there's a part of you, like, like I, again, you know, I, I stayed in that situation for about two years almost. And the reason why I stayed in this situation is because I, you know, when I was younger in my head, I was like, yo, I'm going to marry her. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this because these are the things that you do. Not because I actually genuinely felt those things, but it was just more like, oh, okay, this is what you do. And it got to a point where, you know, I had, uh, I had been in a really like um, huge, like, uh, I don't know, rut in at that stage of my life. And, you know, she came in and she just, <laughs> she came in like a wrecking ball. And look, came in like a wrecking ball. That was the point. So there was already, I was already dealing with a lot of insecurities and self um, image issues. And then she comes in and she goes, pop, 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 pop. She just pretty much throws me completely off my, my game. And it's, it's to the point where I'm second guessing everything i'm second guessing mm. you know i'm second guessing like do i do i look good enough do i like present like all these things that i i shouldn't be dealing with but i'm human and i'm guilty of it just like i can call out hey being in a relationship with somebody who's constantly gaslighting you i think it's unhealthy and you know i'm i know how it is and what it is like to do because i've actually seen it i've witnessed it and i think that you you have to shed light on the situation but most importantly um you you have to um find a way back out of it and so like i'm and i'm not saying this is for everybody but this is just for me like in terms of gaslighting for uh, in a relationship it's toxic if it's toxic then you have to just cut it just cut it all together and you Absolutely. have to, you have to push out the thought of well you know now nobody will ever love me nobody will ever care for me nobody will ever like all those things, they, they start to go away because you start to develop that peace of mind. And one of the things that was huge for me is I got in the gym. I got in the gym like it was nobody's business just because I needed to, um, one, understand um, <clears throat> understand like what I'm capable of. And then two, in order to develop that toughness and that mindset in order to like get myself to the next stage in life. And that's what I pretty much sought after.
And, you know, that, so, like you said, I love that you address it in a sense where you're telling people, you know, it's not, might be, this might not be for everybody. This may not be, you may have to go back and listen to these two episodes back to back just to embrace and hear. Everybody is running a marathon. And I think we get this perception of running a race because we all are human. We all are emotional, whether we accept that or not. Um, I just want to say that there are ways for us as people to be able to overcome things when we forgive those people and we also ultimately forgive ourselves. I had someone the other day tell me something about forgiving. Um, you know, and it's about forgiveness. It's actually really important. And I think with gaslighting, if there's anything that you're going to understand when you get out of a relationship, I think this is where it's really applicable because when you're at a personal level with somebody, you know, we talk about interpersonal relationships this past season, but when you're in a legitimate, you're married 20 years, five years, six months, you're dating, you're engaged, whatever the case may be, you're about to commit. There's something that about that when you're with that person on that personal level, you're on that like exclusive level where the exclusive is actually probably more used more correctly than me just screaming out exclusive. Cause I love the word, no, yeah, yeah. but no, this is, but this is for real. This is true stuff right here. When you are on that exclusive level, you are becoming a dynamic team. You be, you share and intertwine a lot of things about yourself personally. And so when it comes down to letting people in those, you know, letting people go and finding that place, right? Gaslighting, obviously, is the one thing we've been talking about. You have to understand that forgiving yourself, right? Forgiving yourself. The only person you actually help out and the biggest favor you do for is yourself. Because sometimes in these relationships where you are married to someone for such a time and are being put to the place where psychologically, mentally, spiritually are just even physically thinking about, you know, am I, am I to, you know, for our ladies, you know, in our guys who are subcon- you know, self-conscious about their, you know, their, their body types or, you know, or their, the way that they may say something or the way that they think about something, whether they view something, their religious views, I get judged for being a Christian. That's okay. Come at me. Not really. Don't come at me. But the point is, I'm saying I invite people's thoughts. That's something I learned in the Air Force. But I forgave people and I forgave, you know, because I judged people for a while in the military about like, oh, you believe in this. But I didn't understand. So you have to be welcoming and understand. Oh, that makes sense why you were like that. Right. Be a nurturing uh, mindset in order to, you know, to go and do something like that. You know? and, exactly. And be willing to change. Because the thing is you can be adaptable, but if you're not willing to forgive or to change, understand you're always going to be in this, you're either going to have people continuously be stuck in that mindset of, Oh, I'm never good enough. Or I am, you know, the gaslighting mindset that we have, but forgiveness is, you know, an ultimate resolution uh, that I think helps with gaslighting, especially if you're coming out of a relationship for anybody who's listening to this today, you know, you might be that person that needs to hear this, who needs to know, that gaslighting is something that we're highlighting. We're putting a spotlight to it because it happens much more frequently than we discuss or that we talk about. And, you know, for people who may enter a relationship to be aware of what gaslighting looks like. 
And for those that are trying to break free, break through, break free, overcoming the whole you know set of words yeah. isn't going to be done at the same rate as your neighbor. And that's okay. You know, you've, you've got to be willing to commit to yourself to that, but also take time for you, forgive yourself. And um, allow time to have self-care. Like Adler said, you know, he went to the gym. For me, I played music and I painted. That's my outlet. I mean, I worked out too, but that's not like my prime. That wasn't like my primary. I was more so just in my mind. Music, creativity, that's where I'm at. That's my, that's my escape. So that's how I dealt with it. And I realized that, you know, this was a good choice. was a good thing to get out of there because it was very toxic. It got to the point where I just was like, dude, I can't. I was having chest pain. I was overthinking. I was breaking out. I put on a little bit of weight and just, just overall, you know, my overall, just, you know, your, your performance because of the constant, Oh, I'm not good enough. Okay. I'm mediocre. That's why we're talking about the being the best, being the best. You is not about being the best neighbor. You're not trying to be better than your neighbor. You're just trying to be better at being you. It's not a competition against the people next to you. It's about being against yourself. How can I do better to make me better? What can I do? Okay, forgive. Did you know Recognize that? what gaslighting looks like and be able to overcome. That's what we're here for. That's what we're, that's what we're talking about. All right. So did you know, um, like, um, man, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Like, uh, Ray fart. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> I had a, I had a good idea, but um, I, I didn't get it out in time. Um, man, this is this, this is terrible. But we, we can we can come back to it. We can come back to it. Um, I don't I don't want to you know dominate the, the, the time. But um, the the I, I think for me the the self doubt is that that limit that I'm like all right hey again there's that like inner voice that every person has instilled in them. And that inner voice is telling them that they're not good enough and that they'll never accomplish anything. And I think that, you know, on that road to success, you have to have that small, still voice. But I think there's a, this external voice of, you know, somebody who holds um, more weight, like their opinion holds more weight in your eyes because, um, because they're the person you love, they trust. And that's something that's really difficult. And I do remember my point now because you, you had touched on something which I, I thought was fantastic. Um, when, you're, when you go to a racetrack for horses, um, the horses, they have this fancy doodad on their eyes and it's like this, right? And what it is, they're called blinders. Why do they have blinders on? They have blinders on so that way, instead of looking left and looking right at the other horses, they can run their own race. They can run to the best of their God-given ability and run their own race. And so they have these blinders on so that way when you hear the gun, the gunshot, pop, and all of a sudden they just take off. They take off running. They don't even pay attention to what's going on on the left or right because they're, they're so focused on the, the goal at hand. And, it's that, and that's to move faster than ever before. And that's how um, that's how like you're you and I are starting off at um, different stages, and some people have like uh, they're in they're more developed or in uh, more advanced than how we are. 
But nonetheless, the one thing that we can control is how we, you know, get online and focus. Because when, when it's time to focus, we don't start looking at like, well, this person was 25 when they, they became successful and I want to be that way. Or, you know, nothing like that. You don't, you don't sit down with like an envious like undertone or whatever. But it's more like, all right, hey, you know, this person has done exactly what they're supposed to do. And props to them. Now I got to focus on what I got to do. And this is, this is how I'm going to accomplish what, what I'm um, seeking after, you know? And I, I think that right there is, that right there is, it's huge. And that's what makes, um, that's what allows you to help break that whole gaslighting thing. Absolutely. Oh, I'm looking at a quote while you're talking. Yeah. And it's by Dr. Liz Hale. She wrote a book on uh, who can't change their emotional abusive ways, right? And, you know, maybe we can go into a topic later on in the season about narcissism and how this actually relates to what we're talking about in this season, you know, talking about, you know, different forms of hate, different forms of negativity. And, you know, I think with, with what people find in gaslighting, there's a narcissistic approach to it. And uh, she says this very well. And she says, they can't ever afford to be out of control. And a form of narcissism is to be a gaslighting individual. You know, you're, you're, you are all about pouring gas on a fire and making things worse and saying, oh, it's just, a, it's just a little brush fire. No, it's not. You're putting out an entire forest while you're thinking so small, but doing such harm. Um, there's another thing that I'm reading here and it says the only way to win with a toxic person is to never play with that person. That's correct. We got to cut them off. And so if you're a smelling, if you smell the toxicity, you smell, you know, you smell the, the gaslighting. It's just kind of like with anybody, you smell a forest fire, you know, oh crap, there's a fire. You look, you literally look for the smoke. You smell fire. Oh my gosh, what's, what's burning? Or, hey, you smell gas somewhere leaking. Oh, my gosh, where is it leaking from? If you see it, or sorry, if you smell it, and I'm speaking figuratively, you smell gaslighting, you smell toxicity, you smell that someone is trying to do that, just don't even pay no attention to it. Don't sign yourself up for something that is going to put you in a place where you don't necessarily want to be, especially when you've just healed and overcome. That's, That's the grand place to be when you've overcome such a trauma, and your trauma is valid. I don't want to disown. I don't want to discount that. I don't want want you guys to walk away. Your trauma is valid. Your hurt does matter. What you've been through is important. Your emotions and your thoughts that go into these situations and that even come out of those situations are extremely important. And we want to highlight those things, but you also have to find yourself highlighting those things so we can grow together individually and as a group of people, because that's what we're all about. We are, the best you nation, right? A nation, the word nation in my heart and my mind is the multitudes of people. So when you break them down, our name is the best you, the absolute dominant version of who you can be, the person that you want to be, the free person, the, the emotionally stable. None of us are really emotionally stable. We're all, we're all dealing with stuff, but the point is, you're not mediocre. You're the best, right? All together, 
as a family of people, nations. We make up the world. United States is a nation, Germany is a nation, Australia is a nation, but we make up the globe. And so that's why we don't just get on here because we want to just talk all day. We get on here because we have something in here personally and because we see other people going through something and we want to create those relationships. We want to connect with people. We want to invite people to cross the bridge and trust that we are, you know, able to communicate a valuable message weekly. So gaslighting relationships. Yeah. Um, and, you know, once you get fed up and you get to a point where it's just like, hey, I don't need this anymore. I know what I'm worth on, and, you know, on the, uh, I guess, out in the world or the, or the market, whatever you want to call it. But once you finally get that idea of like, hey, I know who I am and I feel comfortable knowing this and I refuse to allow your definition of who I am to become um, my main, like, you know, my main lens that I view my own life. And so it's hard. I had to break up with a girlfriend. You know, it, it's hard because you know, I, at the time I loved her and that's like everything that I wanted, you know, at the time. And, you know, I finally was, you know, able to shed it. And it took almost six to eight months to rebuild myself mentally so I can get to a place where I was, you know, happy. Yeah. And yeah, that's like the, the only, like, I guess the last difference or the last, the last thing that I had to really truthfully worry about um, uh, when I was in a relationship when I, and I was experiencing gaslighting. So most important thing, you got to get out of those situations. And Finn says it best, if you identify somebody who's toxic, how you beat them is by never playing to, to begin with. And most importantly is you have to have those blinders on. You know, you can't focus on, you know, what um, other people around you are doing. You got to put those blinders on and set after your goal and just go after it. And, you know, I, I think that you'll, you'll be, you know, blessed in the long run if you do so. So that's Gaslighting Part 2, the relationships. Um, we thank you so much just for joining us. We appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate you. And if for some reason you think that what we have, the content and the words that we said today and other videos apply to you in your life, and you think that you know you you do like our videos, please like and subscribe to our page and to um, also tune in on us on the best uh, at the best you nation um, via YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Um, uh, audible anywhere you want us, you can come find us. That's right, that's absolutely right. Well, so guys, thank you so much for being a part of this today. You know, I we look forward to uh, hearing from you. We welcome all feedback. So, we want to talk to you, we want to help you, we want to be of you know some direction and guidance in your life. If there's anything like Adler said that we can help you with, there's a topic of discussion that's in this season that you want us to talk about, like we're making our list and you feel a necessary need to reach out to us. And, you know, maybe we'll, we'll consider taking your topic. You know, we've had that in the past. Someone was going through something and they wanted to know how, um, you know, certain how to let go. So we were able to talk about that. And if you have something you want to share with us to talk about here directly on the show in correlation to our topic, please send us a DM, send other DM 24 hours in a day, send me one at the Finn Foster or if you feel like it, just go follow us on the Best You Nation on Instagram and let us know there too. So that's my last little tidbit.
for uh, this episode. Have a blessed week. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Have a good one.